0: Drink
1: it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Corn bread, corn bread, corn
0: Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Eric Okri, right here on the Detroit Kool Aid cast. Always filling up your glass with that Detroit Kool Aid. Drink it in man. Uh... Side of cornbread. Cornbread! Make it a double. Cornbread! And you're probably like, Okri, why are you filling up the Kool Aid? We just came off a terrible. That's terrible. Thanks, Charles. A terrible loss in Carolina. But I'm here to tell you that I've got a Honolulu Blue. And silver lining you see what I did there ahead. And that's because I got a great guest on the show today. He's noted Bears honk. I mean, expert, journalist, podcast king of all podcasting, Joey Christopoulos, at Joey Sports Guy. He's back on the show. He's ready to talk Lions, talk Bears, talk about where our football teams are at and preview this huge upcoming game for the Lions on Sunday We'll see how he's feeling about his football team. Joey, you're back, man. How you doing,
1: Derek? Happy to be back. Thank you for having me. Happy holidays, Lions Nation, Bears Lions. Uh, I wish, I wish we had, I wish we had the horses to make this an interesting week. Uh, but this is good news for the Lions, and I'm happy to talk about it with you here today. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you, man. Like you say, your team's a bit down, but our team, this is huge. So we'll get to that. Lots of other hijinks and stuff throughout the show, as you guys know I like to do. Joey plays along, which I appreciate. You guys got to go give him that follow at Joey Guy on Twitter. Check out his pods on the Believe B-L-E-A-V podcasting network. All the other good work that this man is up to. He's always doing big things. And, Joey, that brings me to our first segment here. I I thought we'd go to the past. a little. I thought we'd turn the clock back. Maybe to, I don't know, May, when you came on the pod and you, uh, I don't know, said this.
1: I have you guys losing to us and Green Bay to finish out your season. What? Our final two games of the year is obviously at Lions, Minnesota. Um, I have those both as wins. So they win. The Bears win four in a row. They lose three in a row. And then they win their last two. So basically, I have the Bears sweeping the Lions. I got them splitting with the Vikings, and I got them getting swept by the Packers. As it stands right now in mid-May, late May, I got them at 10-7, and 7, the Chicago Bears right now. You could easily probably push me a couple games in the down direction. I don't know if I could probably get myself to the 11 or 12 space of the Bears. So I think the high ceiling for the Chicago Bears team right now is probably a 10-7, and 7, and that's where I'm sitting at.
0: Hold on, Joey. Before you respond, let me res- let me kind of reply to that 10-win mark you put up for your team. <laughs> well, what do you got to say for yourself, man, with that take?
1: Uh, well, so first of all, <laughs> um, I, look, I, I still predicted that uh, the Packers are going to beat you guys in the last week of the season. So we'll see how that goes on that one. Uh, we haven't played the second game with the fa- the Vikings yet. Um And look, you know, obviously this season we were two and one <laughs> and we've gone we've gone one and 13 since. What, um, what about the 10 wins? See that coming in May. <laughs> I don't think anyone did. Um, And if you go back and you look at it, obviously we had opportunities against the Giants. We had turnovers late in the game. We lost that one. We were beating the Vikings in the fourth quarter. Lost that one. Lost to the Commanders on the half yard line. Lost that one. Lost to the Dolphins by three points. Lost to you guys by one point over an extra point miss. Lost by three points to the Falcons. I mean, look, like it is what it is, right? I mean, we were at one point three and four, um, and obviously the, the 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 basement kind of fell out, and then we traded guys. So, you know, obviously I'm going to I'll sit on my own take and I'll roast in my own juices on this one. But um, clearly, yeah, the season didn't go quite as w- what we thought it was. And uh, but now we're, we're we're shooting for possibly the number one pick uh, a, a good consolation prize for sounding like an idiot in
0: May. <laughs> oh, man. So, so that so that was you in May. Now, now we're going to have a little more fun with this before we get into some of our other segments. Let's hear what I had to say about your Bears heading to Ford field. I don't know. This Sunday, back in May as well. Your Bears will come to Ford Field. The Lions will smash the Chicago (laughs) Bears. They will beat them by double digits. You heard it here first. It's going to be ugly for your team. That's another dub. It's going to be ugly for your team. That's what I said. Do you think that is, I mean, we don't have to give away your whole prediction now, but what about my bravado that I showed way back then? I mean, gosh, that was spot on, I think. Yeah, we're not going to go
1: final score here just yet. <laughs> Everyone's got to stick around till the end of the pod. Uh, but no, that that prediction right now is a thousand percent correct. Um, I do think if you're uh, people that enjoy uh, putting a couple of greenbacks on some games, um, you know, I think over eight and a half, over nine and a half, that's not the worst play in the world right now uh, with a Bears team that is looking more interested in putting players on IR. And putting them on the shelf then probably suiting them up and putting them on the field for this game coming up. So um, in terms of the game in Ford Field, uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, and here's the thing, right, is we played each other, what, a month ago? And the Chicago Bears team is already so completely different um, than the team that, you know, lost by one point to you guys about a month ago. Um, you know, we're down two receivers. Uh, we're down two more offensive linemen. Our offensive line wasn't good in the first place. Uh, we're putting our secondary guys on IR our middle linebacker who came in for Roquan is now on IR so i mean it's already a different team completely
0: and, and i just want to double back and make sure that time when the lions went to chicago and beat your bears that that was when you noted in the first clip that you were going to sweep the lions right so so that didn't that didn't quite work out the way you thought just just checking just mm-hmm. am i correct,
1: factually correct there <laughs> you were you were correct we were kicking your guys ass <laughs> Uh, I know that you guys are liking to swim in the playoff aspiration pool right now. Well, we were kicking your ass by ten points. We missed an extra point there, and look, our defense sucks, dude. I mean, go pull, go pull up the clip where I called that on the pod last time before we played each other about how awful our Bears defense is, um, and that came to fruition, and you guys came back and won. And yeah, who knows what happens if Cairo Santos misses an extra point? He's missed six already this year. Uh, you know, maybe we're playing in overtime. Maybe it's a different story, but. You know, that was a huge moment for you guys um, because, you know, obviously that was one cog in this huge tidal wave of momentum that you've been able to build from going one and six to, you know, where are you now? Were you seven, seven now? Are we seven and seven or seven and eight right now? Seven and eight.
0: Seven and eight after that Carolina game. Now I I just want to remind all the people I have not. Prep Joey on any of this I've basically sabotaged him with these clips he's rolling with the punches yet I do think his feathers are getting a little ruffled so let's continue with the audio drops so Joey back in May we heard you were at 10 wins for your Bears you were gonna do up the Lions twice you were gonna do x y and z let's see what you had to say in July so I still see the Bears in that six seven (laughs) if they win eight games I
1: think we should be elated as Bears fans If you're a Lions fan, I think seven is pretty acceptable, but I would be a little disappointed. That eight, nine area, I think is what you guys really should be shooting for this year.
0: Excellent take on the Lions. Yet somehow your Bears (laughs) prediction went from 10 to six, maybe seven, (laughs) eight (laughs) elation. What happened, bro?
1: yeah derek did you notice two months later uh when you start to see what they did in free agency <laughs> my my win total eventually slowly began to drop more oh, yeah. and more yes um, I and if you actually made it all the way to september <laughs> um I, i'm sure the lions fans did and i actually called six uh before the season began and we're not we're not even getting close to that and look, I mean, look, I'm I'm willing to take it, man, because I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is one of the funnest uh, three-win seasons um, <laughs> I've ever been a part of. I don't ever want to be a part of one again. Um, but if this does lead to us, obviously, at the top of the draft um, with that flexibility to either take, you know, hopefully a game changer either on the defensive end or do what you guys did. I mean, look, a big part of what you guys are going through right now, what you guys are going to continue to enjoy next year is that you were able to turn – an asset, in your case, Matthew Stafford. In our case, a number two, maybe number three, maybe even number one pick. You turn that asset into multiple picks for multiple years, and that's where the lines are trending right now, and that's what the Chicago Bears want. So hopefully, that's going to be in the cards for us in the off-season.
0: Joey, we like that Kool Aid, whether it be blue or orange. Drink it in, man. Uh... <laughs> but I'm not done with the audio clips. <laughs> You you then doubled down on your Lions take, your Lions Kool-Aid take, which you know I love. I got to play on the show.
1: I mean, you know, if you guys, from the Lions perspective, I think you guys should have some pretty solid expectations. And dare I say, maybe possibly talking about wildcard implications in late uh, November or December.
0: Ooh, ooh. ooh hold on. I got yes. drops for that, too. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'll get it here somewhere. We, we, we've got Choppy's Woo Wee. We got to get for that. <laughs> there it is. I mean, that <laughs> deserves like a, a family feud strike. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that, if, that's one on your other takes. This would be that take about the lions. Oh, my goodness. That was spot on. Thank you so much uh, for believing in our team. And we are right there where you said we'd be.
1: Well, look, Derek, man. All right. Obviously, we all know that I'm a Bears fan, right? I'm going to root for the Bears through and through. And sometimes in May, I'm going to pick them to win 10 games when they're actually (laughs) going to win three. I digress, though. But look, man, we've been doing this pod for a while together. And you and me over the last year and a half, we've talked about how this ascension is coming for the Lions. And hopefully the transition that my Bears team is going through is going to also you know it's also going to um you know at the end of the day it's going to culminate in our two teams being up top of the nfc north for years to come and look man this is a huge reason why i don't think i was able to say it on your pod but i've been saying it on believe nfl live you know when the lions were one and six i was calling for dan campbell's job and it wasn't because i think dan campbell was necessarily bad leader um, Some of his coaching decisions e- can be easily criticized. But at one in six, there was no reason in the world that the collection of talent on the offensive line and what you had with an Aiden Hutchinson type on the other side and with, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, a great combo running back team. There was no reason why you guys should have been one in six. Right. That was ridiculous. And, you know, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm happy that you guys are seeing some success now. And these last two games are going to be so interesting. I think you can chalk the Bears game up to a win, which leads to this awesome, amazing Lions versus Packers uh, week 18 matchup, which I absolutely can't wait to watch. But, you know, hold on, hold on. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happens. My final thought on it is, man, I just hope that you guys aren't going to be there is going to be an element of going into this offseason kicking yourselves in the ass a little bit with how you started the first two months of this season.
0: Hold, hold on, we're not even out of the seg one because I got one more <laughs> I got one oh, more God. beauty for you to listen to. I know you, you moved on to the future of our team you buttered up the Lions fans with those positive takes which we appreciate even though, though we know we're, they're faulty somewhat coming from Chicago I want you to hear this, people always bring up when I get things wrong when I do a hot take that might be a little incorrect, maybe when I've had a little too much of that Detroit Kool-Aid with some of my predictions, maybe my the things I do on the show, take a listen to what I had to say about your bears as a friend in May. Uh, l- let me help you out as a friend. I mean, <laughs> uh, I-, I always like you coming on the show. I always like you listening to my Kool-Aid takes back and forth. So as a friend, I just want to tell you, buckle in, buddy, because I-, I think you're in for a very rough season, and I've been through quite a few on this end. I I, Ooh, I see up. the I see the Bears up. I see the Bears winning less than five football games I see them winning mm. maybe three football games in total, um and yeah. and being at the top of the draft like you said you put my Lions at seven I mean I always say the schedule starts at ten and works its way up but if I'm a if a common thinker here I'm thinking seven eight nine is is where they would like to be this year and then a, a boost the following year where we really come on the scene, but. I think you're in for one this year, buddy, and um, (laughs) you know I'm just trying to prepare you in advance. So I thought I'd throw that out, and and I'm just so excited about my Lions, as I always am, win, lose, or draw. Joey Christopoulos, what do you got to say about that, where I was spot on back in May about your team?
1: And Green Bay to finish. I I mean, Derek, listen, the tape doesn't lie, man. The only thing that I'm thinking about right now is that, like, what rational – normally functioning person picks their favorite <laughs> team to win three games
0: <laughs> oh exactly I mean? like, but but i, I wake up
1: do... i wake up uh, i wake up each day on the right side of the bed <laughs> i try and have a smile on my face and, and what my right mind in may would i with summer on um, the cusp of summer ever want to pick my chicago bears <laughs> to win three games um uh, but no man look you made you made you made a very astute call. And look man, I think this is a really I mean, I learned this especially this year. And I think anyone that's listening right now that's a fan of their NFL team, they can they can always you know, you can always kind of talk yourself into what the ideal scenario kind of looks like for your team. And then you kind of begin start you start playing the games and you go like Oh shit! Byron Pringle is our second receiver. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh man, I think we're a little short." I I feel like I do this with baseball all the time too, as well. Where like, like <clears throat> you look at a, a lineup and you're like, oh, eh, we don't need home runs. We're just gonna get base hit after base hit." And then after you know the six weeks of baseball, it's it's two to one, and you can't hit a home run to save your life. And you're like, "Oh yeah, now that all makes sense." But uh, no, man, good call, dude. Good call on your part. I gotta give it to you, man. I gotta give it to you. All right, so so Joey.
0: Here's the thing. Where do I start? First of all, you, you, you've you've dropped a couple a uh, bombs on the show. You dropped an S bomb. I mean, what do you think your chops on the show? He dropped this a few weeks ago.
1: I don't want your bula bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the <laughs> golf train. You're off, bro. You're off.
0: <laughs> he says I can't be on the golf train. We know you're not on the train. Second of all. You snuck in the sport we shall not speak of, and I tried to get in on you, but I can never get in, so you actually got it on the show. I'll probably have to edit and beep that out later, because you know we don't talk about that on a show about football. And, And third of all, I can't say that I'm the only wise man... To say what I said. I was spot on. I had your I had your team predicted right. I had the victories. You tried to help me before. When my team wasn't ready to win, I was at 10 wins or more. But I'm not the only one to say it. I mean, this was previously said by another wise human being. The Bears are what we thought they were. What we thought they Denny. were. The Get them Danny. The Bears are who we thought they
1: were. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown them. <laughs> but they are who we thought they were.
0: Oh, me and Denny, we, we, we knew, uh, but uh, enough fun, Joey. I, I don't want to get you hot over there on the uh, any more curse words here on the show. It's a family show, but uh, <laughs> how, how about we instead of talk about the past and talk about what we said, what we did, what we thought, what we guessed, what our predictions were, how about we talk about the future? How about we talk about the future of your Chicago bears? How about you talk about the future? of our Detroit Lions. Now, you, you kind of mix those takes in three, four times when you're trying to move past my first segment where I had a bunch of fun with you and our, our old uh, voices on the show. But now, I just want to know your overall heartbeat. Are you pumped for 2023? Are you going to kill the draft? Are you going to get free agents? Are the Lions going to double up next year and be big dogs? Or are they going to fall back a bit? Where are you at with all this? Let's move this thing forward to the future. Let's start with,
1: let's start with the, Chicago Bears, right? Um, so here's here for those that may not be too familiar because clearly you're wrapped up in Lions football, which you have every right to do. Uh, the Chicago Bears are walking into next season with $125 million in cap space. The whole idea this year was to have, we have over $55, $60 million worth of dead cap money. I mean, the Denver Broncos are looking at us right now being like, hmm, how can we do that with Russell Wilson? <laughs> um, so we have a lot of money to spend. We also have the possibility that we might have number three number two number one pick in the draft and depending on who wants to draft a quarterback that does create a lot of flexibility where we could take a defensive player and i would love to hear your take maybe not on this pod but in the future a jalen carter versus will anderson uh, perspective i would love to hear yours on that at some point Uh, but it creates a certain amount of flexibility and from my vantage point is i'm incredibly excited now does this mean that we turn it around? immediately next year Um, a little bit a little bit uh, you know a little bit of a to be continued there in my personal opinion because man our defensive line is so terrible Derek we have 18 sacks on the season right now last year Robert Quinn set a franchise record with 18 and a half by himself we have 18 sacks right now we have the worst offensive line in pass pro in football and yet somehow we're the best rushing team in the NFL so what does that mean it means that whether you want to try and say, "Oh, we're a great running team, our offensive line needs a ton of work." And I think in general, you know, we just need to continuously try and get more weapons around Justin Fields, and I see I, I can already smell I can smell the taunt coming, Derek, so I'm just going to hit you with it before it even happens. I don't think anyone can actually accurately say. The ceiling for Justin Fields is a passer because, dude, he has no one to throw the ball to. If you spend 20 minutes watching the games, you will see Dante Pettis dropping passes left and right. (laughs) You will see Darnell Mooney on the injured reserve list. You will see Chase Claypool doesn't know the play sheet yet, so he's running the wrong routes. Equinemius St. Brown is our best receiver. And when I say Equinemius St. Brown is our best receiver, you know that is a bad thing. So I think the future is bright. The season has been really tough. but hopping over really quick you know the detroit lions have themselves a real opportunity moving forward again they're going to get that rams first round pick that's probably going to be a top 10 son you can either trade that out or you can use it on a blue chip player you know jamal williams 14 touchdowns this year does that happen again next year i'm not so sure but a guy that you definitely want to bring back amon ron st brown is turning into a budding superstar on the receiver's end and look. Your defense is still bad, but you still have some really interesting players on that defense. So that's something, a foundational piece that you can kind of build around moving forward. And the one that I have to give a lot of credit to, and I still don't think that he's the guy long-term if you want to actually talk Super Bowl, but Jared Goff has been pretty awesome over the last month, right? I mean, if you take a look, what is he at? 26 touchdowns? He's going to get over 4,000 yards for the third time in his career. And you got to give a little credit to that offensive line. That back that one two running punch with uh, Williams and Swift, and the dude's playing well right now. I mean, I'm interested to hear what your take future wise is for Goff because, you know, you still got two more games to go, right? <laughs> so let's not crown him as the future quarterback of the Detroit Lions. But I, I think I think anyone would be I think anyone would be ignorant to say that Goff hasn't played well. Goff has played well this season.
0: All right, so before I uh, respond to all that, which was great stuff by you, let, let me ask my buddy, my co-host that comes on the show often. Hey, Chops, can uh, can Joey uh, jump on the golf train or what?
1: You don't get to join the f- golf train. You're off, bro. You're
0: off. You're off, bro. You've been making fun of him forever. I'm not allowed on, even though I've been trying to get on the train because he is balling out. I also want to say this about your draft picks. Oh, baby. I want to say this about that 125 million mentioned for your team and cap space. Oh baby. <laughs> I I love both of those. I mean, that's how you rebuild. Like like I said, even though I made fun of you in the beginning of the show, you talked to me off the ledge when we had no wide receivers, when we had draft capital, when we had a rebuilding team. You are in that same spot, so I am hoping that your side can get it right like um, Mr. Brad Holmes continues to nail the draft, and now he's going to be able to do some things in free agency as well. When, when you compare these teams, I mean, my feeling on the Bears is sort of like that incredible clip I played of myself months ago. I just knew that they weren't constructed to win right now, but they had all the things you mentioned. I'm still 50-50 at best on your quarterback. He's running around. He's putting up the running stats, okay? That's fun to watch. The injuries are kind of creeping in. I continue to watch his throwing motion. I don't love it. But if you can surround him with a few playmakers, um, add to that defense, You know, I see you being a very competitive, exciting future football team. But I knew it was gonna go badly this year. Here's where I'm at with my Lions, because again, people want to drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. And this is a half rant against those Kool-Aid drinkers because everybody going into the season, oh man, you know, we'd feel good if we see exciting football, if we're, what do people say, in competitive games in December, blah blah blah. This team started out one and six, then they went on a tear. They got to five hundred. This place was going crazy. But now expectations are so ramped up that one loss against the Carolina Panthers, everyone's trying to bail off the golf train, the Lions train, every train. It's like, hey, people, we're exceeding expectations. We still have a chance at the playoffs. And just imagine what we can do, as you noted, with a top 10 pick, another draft asset in the mid-first round, um, some some, uh, capital, some money to spend. I mean, everything is going roses, but people's expectations – are been really excited and almost too much so if you ask me so i think your team just needs to be patient needs to use things and do it right and my team and my fans need to be excited but also need to realize what we're currently doing and what we will do and not get so caught up in the moment of oh now if they don't win a playoff game it's a failed season if they don't make the playoffs a season. if they don't do this that and the other it's like you know, let, let's take this game on Sunday for what it is. So I just need people to calm down and you you guys just need to be patient. That's where I'm at with it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Now, look, I think there is a difference between, and I think this is how NFL front office people get to keep their jobs, where I've been using the term of, you know, a sense of urgency, but not desperation with the Bears, right? I, I don't want these baby steps of let's be patient and in three or four years from now, maybe we have a competitive team. Um, I do think that because... Um, Justin Fields has shown a little bit more than what he's shown in his rookie season. I think it's very fair to say that they should kind of try and push the envelope a little bit and just trying to celebrate the level of competitiveness next season, as opposed to, you know, let's just keep signing bottom level, you know, shut bottom shelf, free agents use our high draft capital. Hopefully get another high pick and see where we are in 2024. I'm not on board with that with the lions, man. I'm on board with you. I think this last stretch. Uh, what I'm, forgive me if I'm wrong. I think you guys won six games in a row. Um, I think that is a lot that you can build on moving forward into the future. Um, as an intangible for, in terms of getting excited about your team moving forward. Um, I am really curious to see what happens um, in the off season with you guys, because I think no matter what happens this season, I think it's going to be a pretty much a positive outcome to this year. And, you know, again, if you are getting close, again, urgency. You really have to push the button and try and push that envelope to get you guys to the top of the NFC North if possible. I mean, so I guess my question for you follow up is I know that we're talking future right now. Let's talk tiny future. I I look, I you guys are going to beat us this week. I'm not I'm not too crazy about how that <laughs> matchup's going to work out, but that final week, man. That final week though, I think win or loss also can be another You know, uh, uh, another bulletin board material, another bullet point that you can take into the offseason. Like if you play Aaron Rodgers tough and you lose, you could still say how close you are. And if you play Aaron Rodgers and you beat him, then you could really say how close you are. Um, You know, and what's your take on that, that, that matchup? Because you have to at least be super excited for that, right?
0: Yeah, I'll give it to you real quick. I mean, uh, you know, everyone here, you have some people that are ultra excited, some people that don't want to let the past be the past. So some people are so scared to go into that Green Bay final game, smug at quarterback there's nothing I want more, Joey. We're coming up on this Saturday where my Michigan Wolverines are taking on TCU. I hope they win, and you know who I want in that title game? The Georgia Bulldogs. Because I want a little get-back. I want a little get-right. I want to slay the beast that everyone says that is Georgia the number one team in the nation. You know what I want in week 18 in the freezing cold in Green Bay is smug at quarterback, smiling and laughing and thinking he's just going to walk through the lines and break our hearts again. And we just smash him and get, get a second win in a row and then we'll see where the chips fall when it comes to playoff time so i'm all about it bring it on you gotta face it there's no trying to duck around these things or weasel in another way we want you guys this week we want to take on that team and beat them in their house and week 18 and see where it happens so joey we've went long as we often do here in the first segment but i know i had fun i don't know if you liked that first segment but that was good for me um i think we needed uh well i'll have a little bit of that detroit kool-aid i'll send you a double side of cornbread we need to get our sponsors in here and then come back and we still got so much to talk about man you ready to do all that hell yeah everybody we'll be right back you ready
1: Showtime.
0: please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now.
1: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
0: All right, Kool-Aid drinkers, back from the break. You're probably saying, just give me that Kool-Aid. Will do. Just give me that Kool-Aid. (laughs) <laughs> giving that Kool-Aid to all the Kool-Aid drinkers. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. Thank you for Joey Christopoulos being on the show. Bears expert, believe, B-L-E-A-V podcasting network, doing all types of great things, whether it be Bears content, movie reviews, interviews, everything under the sun. So drink that in, everybody. Drink it in man. Uh... <laughs> Joey, man, we got so much to get into, and we only got you for a short period here to finish off the back part of the show. We had too much fun in the front part, so we got to get rolling, man. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's hit that back half. <laughs> Joey, this next segment, I need some music. Maybe this will get you going a little bit.
1: Joey, let's I like him a whole lot. Fluid hips. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was my milk hyper.
0: That's the draft music, Joey, because your Bears are probably going to have a top three pick. So I'm putting you on the spot right now with the third pick in the NFL draft, the Chicago Bears select. Man, this is a this is a tough question.
1: Um, And um, I've learned I've learned a lesson here on this pod. This is a fool me once. So, guys, this is December 27th, 2022. This is not 2023. <laughs> I have not done a ton of prospect <laughs> research yet on this particular pick. But um, so obviously I, my, my, my original inclination was to go in and try and see who the top tackles were going to be uh, coming out in the draft. You know, there's the Paris Johnsons of the world. And then I slowly kind of started to sift over to where I think the national narrative is right now is like, who's it going to be between Jalen Carter and Will Anderson? And to keep it really brief, obviously Jalen Carter um, is a guy who could possibly be a three technique game changer for years to come. He obviously has a couple knocks on him about whether he takes off plays or not. But for me, right now, Derek, if we're not trading out of that pick, it is Will Anderson all day long. I think the dude is a star. Um, I know our defensive scheme needs three technique, but is Eberflus even going to be our coach in three years? Who knows? Why don't you go out and get a game record, get a game changer, get a superstar to pair with Justin Fields on the other side of the ball? Uh, it's probably Will Anderson for me right now um, as that pick. What say you?
0: Joey, you wanted my take, but you are right, my man. You can't pass up the elite pass rusher. Don't tell me about I need a big interior disruptor. I can find DTs anytime I want. Yes, I know, Jalen yep. Carter special. Every Lions fan, that's their favorite player in this draft. Give me Will Anderson all day, every day for my Lions. Obviously, I'll be looking at quarterback and defenders and BPA best player available. The drafts will be here before you know it. The bears, the lions will both be loaded for barrel for the NFL draft. And you know, and I know that's how you build a football team. So don't tell me about 125 million for free agency. You got to build your team through the draft. If you want to do it right. I think the lions will do it. You better hope your bears do too. I ended it right on the music, Joey. That's what I do. I'm a professional here on the show. (laughs) Um, We we could talk draft all day, but we know we got so much more to get into. So um, let's just skip down. I'm going to go rapid fire real quick. I've been giving all my great Kool-Aid drinkers shout outs. I've been putting their name on the pod. I've been calling people out. I only got one major call out this week. And usually I praise this guy on the show. But that's I mean, he's got his own soundbite on the show. This guy is cornbread jerry his name is cornbread jerry cornbread jerry from north Kakalaki was at the at the stadium on saturday he said he was going to get a dub ski brought his family brought his kids cornbread cornbread! Jerry, you didn't get it done for me. You didn't get anything done because we got whooped down there. That was that was rough. Uh, lots of Lions fans, though, were in NC. We needed that W. The Kool-Aid drinkers and the SOL fans here are upset on both sides of the coin. Also, give a quick shout-out to my guy Aaron Bullock AB from Conspiracies Over Coffee. Joey, that's one you might want to check out, man. This guy's always just dropping crazy pods about crazy different conspiracies while he tells Tells you about the greatest coffee that you got to drink. Interesting pod. Good dude. Um, He's been on the show a few times. And then I just want to say, where are my Go Blue Kool-Aid drinkers at this week? Drink it in, man. We got a big ball game against TCU to win, to get to the national championship. You wouldn't know anything about that, Joey. Let's get this done. Let's run them out the gym by 15 plus. I, I'm not calling it a W. We gotta play the football game. But go blue this week as well. That's, that's my last shout-out. So, Joey, I did those as quick as I could. You want to know why? Because we got lions. We got bears to preview for the people. So, you already kind of waved the white flag. It's probably because I ran you through the ringer in the beginning the show. Uh, by the way, I did bookmark your, your draft take, so we got that for future shows. Tell me how this one's <laughs> going down. Tell me what your team's going to do. Tell me what they're not going to do. And then I'll bring it home as I normally do for the people
1: so bears versus lions what the bears aren't going to do is stop the run um (laughs) prepare yourself jamal williams you have 14 rushing touchdowns could you end with 20 by the end of this week let's see what happens there um you know look i think we've been competitive in the first half of games right now but we've lost so many guys we've traded so many guys that even in the beginning of the season, we weren't a four-quarter football team. So, you know, I'm looking at, honestly, a pretty tough day for the Chicago Bears. You know, we do not have that pass rush. I mentioned only 18 sacks on the season right now. Our team leader in sacks is our rookie Jaquan Brisker. That's right. He's a safety, ladies and gentlemen, which is music to the ears of Jared Goff. You'd like to think that he's going to be able to pick this team apart. Um, we have been kind of decent in the secondary, but I still think Amon Ross St. Brown's going to have a great game. And then, honestly, at this point, it's just getting really tough on the Chicago Bears side of the ball. I mean, we didn't have wide receivers to begin with, and now we're playing without St. Brown, without Mooney, without Claypool. I mean, we're running out Dante Pettis there on the reg. Um, So it's pretty pretty dire right now. You know, you like to think Justin Fields makes a couple plays indoors. But honestly, I don't even know if I want him playing in this game. I just want the dude healthy to go into the offseason. So if we're talking final scores right now, you know, I still probably like that 31 number for the Lions like you guys scored a month ago, but I'm probably gonna go 20 20 bears 31 20 lions win
0: All right, uh, no, no real quick. a uh, will follow up a quick piggyback if I will about that pass rusher you mentioned what uh, I Think you said the guy's name, right? What is your name? What was his name again? Will Anderson it no, the guy you mentioned. Who is Jaquan, this Rudy? Poo? Jaquan Brisker. <laughs> oh, I I like Jaquan Brisker actually. That's who you said. I know that guy. I thought you yeah, said some he, other yeah, no uh, name. Yeah,
1: Jaquan Brisker is our safety, and he's leading the team in sacks with four. Yeah, dude, Jaquan, it's insane. That's Jaqu- ins- it's an insane number that is never supposed to happen on an NFL football team ever. And Jaquan um, Brisker's I think our, a baller, our Defensive though. lineman. I think Justin Jones has two. I think he's leading the defensive lineman in sacks this year. It's been historically bad.
0: That second guy, the drop applies for. I I definitely know who Brisker is because I would have taken him in the second round. I know at Chops and the D would have taken Brisker in the second round when we we're doing our live picks for the Lions, not for Chicago. Yeah, he's. But- Great player, dude. We do. I think we did a draft.
1: I think you had him. Did you have him going in the first round? Do you remember? You had him going in the early second round. You were high on Brisker, and I love him.
0: Great player. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah, he's a. He's been better even than I thought. To, to be honest, based on what I've seen, PFF scores and how he's been playing for your team. So I take back me making fun of him. But that other guy you mentioned, I never heard of. Um, so the the rock drop applies for that. Now, now let me bring this home, Joey, for the people and the people consist of the millions and, and joey it goes like this you know who's gonna just ball out this week you know who's really gonna do up your chicago bears you know who's gonna show up for the detroit lions his name is jay his Ooh, name's <laughs> is <name's Jay> Mo, <laughs> the guy that has uh, James Williams.
1: yeah i'm into that i can i can see that man He's double got move, five. open in space? Sure, definitely. He's,
0: he's got five targets in four games. He played 11 snaps last week. He saw one football. He's not being utilized. He does have the one deep touchdown. Jared Goff has missed him multiple times deep. This will be the rollout, the showout game for J-Mo. He's going to ball. He's got speed. He's going to catch balls underneath, run away from people. Can't wait to see it. And, and Joey, I mean, gosh, there's so much to get into with this football game, but I guess I'll just say this: I hate to keep saying about your quarterback, but he can run. He still can't throw. And I know one thing for sure: he damn sure can't sing. Also, kind of a a, a good singer. Love. La- oh, no, so <laughs> I had to get bad. it in. Love. <laughs> find, uh, 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 um. That was probably a six out of ten. I, I usually sing better. than Everybody's into <laughs> Oh my gosh! My funniest part about that drop is the beep when it's that's really like one of those like camera tricks, but I think it's the beep of the person like saying "please don't sing," like dropping a, an, an f bomb like you almost did earlier on this show to uh, Justin Fields when he started to sing. Anyway, let me get back to my finish about the Lions, who. Are the Bears key players going to be? Who is the focus going to be on the Lions side? I mean, for the Bears, the people I got circled is Monty and Herbert in the backfield. You guys are going to try to bully us. You're going to try to run the football. You saw what happened last week. You're going to try to replicate it. Dan Freaky Campbell is going to have his team ready and just be ready to rock and roll at home. The crowd's going to be crazy. I expect Jmo and Swift to be dynamic, dare I say, elite in this football game against your bears. So, Joey, I said it on the previous clips back in May. I'm said it in July. I'm doubling down. Give me 41 for my Lions. 21 for your Bears. Yes, people. That's not just double digits. That's a 20-point win. That's an exciting win. That's a blowout win because Dan Campbell is pissed. The players are upset. They need to get back on track because the week after, you guys, we got to go play smug. And we just want to let him put him on notice. That we're coming. We're coming for that win in Lambeau. I see this as a high-flying offense. It's too much for Chicago. The Lions are upset, like I said. This is like a no-mercy, karate kid, crane kick type football game. Or is this a Mortal Combat finish? Finish them. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Lions fans. You know what it is. So, Joey... Often what happened, I got kind of crazy on the show. I took a few cheap shots at you. I didn't really give you all the love for coming on the show. I kind of took it to your bears, but they do have three wins. My Lions have overly expected and, and played really great recently, which everyone's fired up about. So this is a really big ball game for us. If you can't tell, I'm excited. So should be a fun one, man. I can't thank you enough for coming on and having some fun with me, as you know we do here on the Kool-Aid Cast.
1: Yeah, man, it's been a real pleasure. I mean, I wish uh, I wish our football team was in a better shape to make it a better matchup because I think, obviously, you know, the game that we played about a month ago was, uh, was highly entertaining, right? Super high scoring um, and, you know, obviously led to a really great finish. I don't see that in the cards this time. Um, and look, man, I, I think you're right too as well. In terms of Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, uh, I'm calling a prediction right now. I think that Carolina Panthers' performance was an aberration. I think your run defense has actually been really solid the last four or five weeks leading up to that game. And the Chicago Bears are going to do that thing where they're going to give the ball to David Montgomery and then realize, oh, yeah, Khalil Herbert's a better running back. <laughs> give it to Herbert, and by then it'll probably be a little too late. Uh, so we'll see how that goes right there. But um, but no, man, I mean, I, 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 for the entertainment value, obviously I want the number one pick, and obviously I want to see the Detroit Lions play the Green Bay Packers um, in the final game of the season with playoff implications on the line. And I'll be honest with you. If it's on the line, then I'll be on the Lions to take down, as you so uh, accurately dubbed him, smug himself.
0: Drink um, so it in. Then, uh, that's, what I, that's what
1: I'm. That's for honestly. <laughs> that'd be that'd be super fun and obviously great for uh, for your loyal uh, Detroit Kool Aid drinkers out there.
0: Drink it in, everybody. Joey tying a bow on it, bringing it back to the Lions fans as he always does. Go check him out on Twitter on Instagram, on all the socials. Go listen to all his multiple pods. Go give him a shout-out. I get so many reactions, Joey, every time you come on the show. Oh, we got to have Joey back on. Oh, you and Joey had a crazy fun show. Way to give it to Joey about the Chicago Bears. So we did it again, (laughs) man, here on this pod. I know you got to run. Everyone check him out, though. And you can check me next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Okay, everybody. We're out. The back, stop the play, this
1: game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.